This is the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. We help you grow your faith as you grow your business. And now, your host, Jesse Cole. Welcome to the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. I am your host, Coach Jesse Cole. Thank you very much for joining us today. I'm excited for you, your family, and your business. I'm also excited about what God is doing to you, through you, for you, and in you. I have a special guest today, someone I've known for close to two years now, Mr. Coach Eric White. He is not only a health coach, but he's also the director of special programs for uh, the Michael Burt Enterprises. Man, they're doing some great things with helping business leaders uh, just dig real deep and understand how to serve their customers better. I'm excited to have you on the show today. Uh, Coach White, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me, Jesse. I appreciate it. It's my pleasure, man. It's my pleasure. So before we get into all the good stuff, all the deep stuff, Mm. I want people to know more about you, like your background, where you come from, your backstory. Mm. Can you take a few minutes and share that for us? Yeah, I'd be glad to, man. Thanks for that. Uh, So I spent 25 years in the college basketball world. um, And my whole goal, even coming up through high school, really was to be a college basketball coach. I, I had it early on in my spirit that that's what I wanted to do. And I chased it with everything I had. And I got fortunate. I ended up in the Southeastern Conference at Ole Miss, which is, you know, probably the highest level. Uh, really, the next step is the professional level. And um, uh, then about four years ago, I unexpectedly lost my job right in the middle of the season. And God did a work, you know. And so I had to pivot, had to change careers. Uh, I always tell people my midlife crisis was getting married, inherited three beautiful kids and, and changing careers and moving states. <laughs> So that's that's how we're here. I grew up in Alabama um, in the South and, um, you know, was around athletics. I did every kind of sport you could do. I even played checkers, you know. So coaching really has really been a major part of my life ever since day one. And so it's it's natural that, that I would be still working with people. What is it about coaching that just excites you, that makes you come alive? Oh, that's a great question, man. I think I think I just like helping, you know, I've gotten clear on the vocabulary with this, but I really like, I like the idea of unlocking freedom for someone. I like being a tool that unlocks freedom for somebody. And I I really believe I'm used by God in some cases to do that directly. I think sometimes it's, it's just, it doesn't have to be super spiritual, but it's just, it's just being a part of somebody's journey and, and uh, walking that out together uh, with them and just, and pouring energy and ideas into the dreams they have. Um, and I think one of the uni- unique abilities I've been given is just the, the servicing of a dream. Like taking your dream, Jesse Cole, and bringing it to reality is really, has been my heart's passion. And um, so I think that's why, you know, and then I'm into systems and structures, I'm into motivation and energy and ideas. I, I love being a part of a team um, and, and, and competing with a group of people to do something bigger than, than just me. So you're working in two different industries at the same time, the health industry, working in the, um, the leadership development industry at the same time. So how do those two things work? I know you're coaching in both industries, but how do they, two, how do they work together? Well, I'm going to tell you something. It's, I don't know that we've got that rhythm figured out yet. We, you know, the, the monster producer part, the Coach Michael Burt part, really led us to the health coaching part. Um, Coach Burt, who speaks nationally all across the world and coaches a lot of people, was speaking at a conference and where we met our health coach. And just to show you, I mean, this is how God works. He, I mean, uh, 
the the guy that's now our head coach, his name's Doug Wood. He he came to the book table to buy books. He was a consumer at that at that conference, and he came up and and um, God just connected us. But there's just no other way to say it. And so um, we walked it out for about a year and a half, and and built a relationship, and we coached him for a period of time, and then he introduced us to the health coaching community. It's changed our life. We've been a part of it now for uh, I guess about a year and a half. And, um, you know, Heather, my wife and I have lost about a hundred pounds together a little bit more, but we've really gotten healthy in our minds and our hearts. And, um, it, it really has, it's changed our, it's changed our whole deal, man, the health coaching part. And, um, it's made me a better husband. I think, I think it's, hopefully it's made me a better dad and it's, it's healthy, definitely helped me produce at a higher level at work. Um, so it affects every part of your life. What does it look like for you to do business in partnership with God? You know, it's, it's interesting. I just had this thought, in, just as you, you know, we were doing the pre-show there. I think it all starts in the morning with, with the preparation of your mind. I think it, and it's definitely building momentum. You know, for me, I, I consume a lot of content, sermons um, that feed my mind, even during the week. Like tonight, I may, I may pick one on YouTube and watch a sermon from a church that I don't even attend. But so I'm, I'm taking in, I'm reading, I'm praying, I'm, I'm being fed. Um, and so I think it's a momentum that you build. So I think the morning preparation, and to be honest with you, you taught me this, is, is spending time in prayer, pay, praying for the people you work with, praying for the atmosphere you work in. And even when you get in that atmosphere, if you can get there before, is praying for people in that, in that room that are going to be there that later that day. And um, through the challenges that we faced over the past year um, at work, um, some good and some not so good, it's it's definitely helped. So I think it starts there, man. It starts in preparing your heart and mind and getting getting in um, getting in unison with with the spirit before you even get into the into the room to do your work. Is is really where it starts for me. So. And I think if you do that, for me, when I do that and I'm in, I'm walking that out in routine, uh, then the conversations are led that way. The connections are led that way. Um, I mean, I could tell you story after story, including ours, where we've been, I, I just feel like God's led me to connections. He's put me in front of the people. He's gotten me in proximity of people. He's, you know, that have, that I've helped and have helped me. And so it's just going, going at that with an open mind. But, but but preparing yourself through the reading of, of, of the Bible, read, you know, the prayer, the, the preparation is, is, I think it starts there, man. You get to travel all over the country um, through Monster Producer and Coach Burden, um, powerful people that are doing some great things, not just in their sphere of influence, but beyond. Mm -hmm. But here you are, this gentleman who is spirit led, who, who mm -hmm. believes, but you can be working in an industry where people really don't value that. So how do you, maintain who you are as a believer while still being productive in a, a traditional business setting? That's a great question, man. I think you just got, I, and I've got this advice from, from uh, a guy named Bradley. And I asked him in a private conversation, how, how can I increase my sales? How can I produce more? He's a world-class salesperson. He is. And he just told me, he said, just be genuine, be authentic, be you. And just be true to yourself and just push, push, push that out to the world every day with everything you got. And you'll be fine. You'll look up, you'll have a little tribe of people following you. 
you'll attract the people you need to attract and, and you'll push away the people that you don't need to be doing business with anyway. And he said, it'll be real. I, I, that's the best advice, man. I, I just, um, I, I just, I think that's it. And, you know, yeah, another, another guy that, that, you know, walks, um, you know, speaks on the national level, a guy named Hank Norman. He told me one time, he said, what do you care if they don't like you? You're not doing business with him anyway. <laughs> you know, that's a little more of aggressive tone, but, but his point is like, just be who you are, man. Just, just tell who you, you know, be true to yourself, be authentic, be genuine, and, and don't apologize for what you believe you is right. And, um, and I, I think as believers, that's, that's, I mean, that's all we got to do. And so I, I can't tell you how many times God's put people in my area on a phone or in a meeting or at a convention hall, at a book table. And we've had conversations that have impacted not just them, but me. Like, it's just, it's, you know, um, so that, that's, that's what I would say, man. But it's, you know, I have, I have conversations with people who aren't believers and, and I, you know, I'm not beating them over the head with a Bible. I'm just who I am. And that always comes out. It, it just, it always impacts people. And they'll even, you know, people even comment, you know, have you found that to be true too? Being authentic? Yeah. Yes. It works. Yeah, man. Um, and as somebody who, and I'm glad you asked me that question. I, I never really get that question. Um, as somebody who was raised, I'm a, I'm a preacher's kid. And so I was raised mm -hmm. in the church around preachers and around church leadership. <clears throat> you know, I was brought up with everything was about church, 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 church. I never yeah. really felt comfortable with that. And I never really had peace with that because I was the kind of person that just, I just liked everybody. And I wasn't trying to beat people over the head with the Bible. I can't memorize this. I know I know what the word says, but sometimes I can't memorize a scripture. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not sure where it is though. Right? And so to get into like Bible debates, I never really was good at that. But I was really good at helping people see kingdom principles in their life mm -hmm. and, and yeah. like delivering the spirit of Christ in my conversation and my interactions with people. And I just began to build off of that. Um, yeah. that really be authentic, really care about people, you know, like you do giving them the love of Christ. Yeah. yeah. You know, one thing I just had this drop in my mind is I want everybody who's listening to this, think about the one person that they could identify with that they don't like, whether it's a politician or whether it's a news media personality, whether it's right. Let's just be real here. Like, like their society nowadays is divided up into a couple different groups, unfortunately. So what I want you to think about is, could you sit in a room with that person and really show the love of Christ to that person? And that's really challenged me because there's been times I couldn't answer that with a yes. I mean, could you really love the person that you, you absolutely can't stand? And I've tried to, I've tried to get better at that, but it's a daily, it's a daily battle. Like what, like what are you doing to actively yeah. walk that out? Yeah, I think one of the things that we've gotten from the health coaching just recently is how to be self-aware. I think a high level of self-awareness is a critical, it's mission critical to your development. And there's this idea of, of behavior below the line and behavior above the line. And below the line is just blaming, criticizing, pointing fingers, and just not accepting responsibility. If you're above the line, you're in a growth mindset, you're curious, you're looking for information, you, you you see, and I just posted this, you see as a, a, an obstacle is the way. So, you know, if I'm meeting somebody and I don't 
I, I'm, it's very clear that we don't believe the same things. If, if I can be aware enough to know that typically I might not reach out to that person and I reach out to them and, 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 and love and just accept them for where they're at, love them right where they're at without trying to change them. They feel that people feel that. I know I do when people treat me that way it, it, and it attracts people. And that's, that's really when you can impact people. If you can be self-aware enough to know, I'm not saying, look, it's not, it's not easy. That's one of the things that we've really gotten from the health coaching. Me uh, personally in the last couple of weeks is just understanding how to live above the line with this growth mindset. You know, are, are we creating or are we blaming? Like if you're sitting here watching this, now we're a couple months down the road, hopefully from this COVID stuff that we're currently talking about. But like if you, the people that come out of this with an accelerated pace are going to be the ones that, that are creating versus, I mean, you could blame the politicians, you could blame uh, the virus, you could blame your boss for firing you, for laying you off, you could blame life in general, <laughs> right? But if you're not doing that, then you're just, you're pivoting to this idea of creation, I think is, that's what I'm trying to get to. That's what I'm, that's, that's the next thing, the next stage for me. But it's just, back to your original question, man, I, it's just, it's just loving people right where they're at, man. I want to hit on that creation piece and, you know, pretty much every conversation I've had, this has come up, you know, right now was okay. a perfect time for people to create, to really mm -hmm. plant seeds. Yeah. So how, how would you encourage someone to create, not just for creation's sake, but like create with a purpose? Because there are people out there who yeah. are trying to take advantage of the moment and mm -hmm. putting the, their authentic self out there. They're really trying to chase the bag or they're trying to chase opportunities. And you can kind of smell that on them versus yeah. who are, who may um, be creating because that's just what, like, that's who they are. They, they do that. They're, they're, yeah. they're opportunists. Here's how I would answer that right now, Jesse, is I think you have to take, let's just take the COVID, okay, because that's what we're, that's where we're at. You, I think you have to use the COVID as what is God trying to use the COVID to get me to do? Like, how can I grow through this? This is an obstacle that's in front of us. So how can God use me in that situation to help somebody, to add value to the world, to raise my family properly, to grow? to get curious, to look for strategies, to get closer to him, to get clear on what an idol for me would be or, right. I mean, it's a creative mindset. It's like, okay, all right, this is this, this is the reality that we're in. It sucks. People are dying. I've just lost my job. That's not me, but I'm just saying like, you know, all these circumstances and it's easy to point fingers. You've got to get out of this. You've got to get out of the blame mode, and you've got to say, "Okay, this is the reality. How, how do I create in this situation? How do I get? How do I get clear on what God's trying to teach me? What am I supposed to be learning in this situation? And then, how can I be used? I've got crystal clear on God is the source. It's not the government. It's not my job. It's it's not my. It, it's 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 just God created this thing, man." He created the political systems. He created the healthcare systems. He created the armies of the world. He created the table I'm sitting at. Like, like he created everything. He's running the show. And I think when you get clear, it just frees your mind up knowing, even if it all goes away, 
they can't. I got that. And so it's easy, in my view, to you got to focus there first. Like, who do you say you are? Jesse, I think is the whole key. Like, who is your identity with? Who, who, who do you really believe uh, gives you the identity that we have? And, and for I know for me and you, we're Christ followers. That's where I, that, it all starts there. So there's nothing else anybody can do to take that away. What's been, what's been your struggle with that, though? I know, for, like, personally, yeah, my struggle with that, that whole identity piece is, you know, we're, sometimes we're, we're in this industry, and I don't, I, don't, I don't struggle with it as much anymore. Every now, mm-hmm. and, every now and again, it, it tries to rear its ugly head, you know. But um, mm-hmm. when I first started, really, like, comparison, like, feeling mm-hmm. like maybe yeah. smart enough or didn't have enough mm-hmm. money, didn't have enough experience. I think yeah. a lot of it comes from the industry I was working in before, which was education, which is all about what have you done? Who do you know? How many letters mm-hmm. do you find your name, right? And so yeah. we're always comparing ourselves to one another. Sometimes that tries to creep back over every now and then I got to, I got to beat that, that, that devil back down. And for me, it's, it's, you know, the, for me, and we, you know, I've talked about this is, is my battle with faith. You know, I have, I have a thing with money and it's not a good relationship, you know, and I really, I put too much faith in money. I put too much, that's a worldly system. And it is, it creates a scarcity mindset versus an abundant mindset. And so I'm hung up on that a lot of times. And what this situation has really done is God's shaken that system. He's taking money away from people. And and it makes you get clear <laughs> real quick who the, who the real source is. And uh so for me it's it man, I, I think it's a I think it's okay to say you're you're I you know, I like to use the word contending, but I think it's okay to say you're contending through that because it's a daily battle, man. And and we're like a little warrior inside the battle there. Inside that's a war that we have to fight literally every day. And um, so, yeah, for me, it starts, it's, it, I've gotten clear on, on faith. Like my wife and I are really contending in some areas and we're trusting, we really are trusting him. He, you know, he came through this morning with a, just a little, it's minor, you know, um, but he, he, he's, he's, he's making things work out. And he's, you know. What, what is it about money for you? Like, what is it about money that, it's, it, it makes it such a tough fight. Is it the mindset behind it? Is it a physical feeling? Like, what is it about money that makes it hard? Yeah, well, it's a good question. Um, um, I, think it, I think it's just that's, I've always viewed that as the source. Like, that's where my life has been attached to. And it just, you know, it came out of a childhood where I didn't, I just didn't have a whole lot. So when I got $5, I hung on to it, <laughs> you, you know? And, um, and I just, I've, and it's kept me from being able to, you know, I think God will sustain us. I think he provides opportunity for us. We have to go get it. We have to, you know, he gave Noah the vision to build the ark. He didn't hammer the nail. Noah had to do the hammering, right? So, but um, anyway, so yeah, I think the money is just, it's just a scarcity part. And so you just, and I'm still fighting it, man. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to give it over to him and just, and trust and really trust that he's, he's going to supply the opportunity. So it's going to get more. It's, I mean, that's, it's so clear in my mind how hard that is to say, you know, I mean, you just take this bottle of water as an example. 
Like, what if that's the last bottle of water on earth? Would I still be willing to give that to you knowing that God was going to give it to me? Right. It takes a lot of faith to give up something that you hold so dear, you know, something, something that's not even yours. Like it, it all belongs to God anyway. Right. And like the, the world belongs, yeah. to, thing belongs to God. And so I mean, he's called us, to, called us to be stewards of this stuff, but sometimes we just don't want to let go, man. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you this question, Jesse, what if he came to you and said you had to give up your coaching program? You had to give it up as a revenue stream. Would you give it up knowing he's going to give something better? Absolutely. It's the right, that's the right answer. But I mean, deep down, if it, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, 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 that's the question we all have to ask. Yeah. And it's, it, it's not as easy. Like I know the church answer. Yeah. I, I, it, but, but deep down, you know. And so it's, 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 a lot of, it's, it's a lot easier for me to answer that because I've had to give up stuff before. Mm-hmm. Things that I've held true, things that, I've, things that I was passionate about, I've had mm-hmm. to give up before. Yeah. Uh, and just really, and I, I believe that's where, that's where just believing what you believe, like really believing what you believe. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. Yeah. But if we really believe that he is our provider, that he is our source, Mm-hmm. He's our provision. He's our sustainer. Like if mm-hmm. we all the time, not just like in a church house, but if we really believe that, then we're going to get tested in that sometimes. Yeah. And especially going on right now, like this is something, you know, the COVID-19 piece. Now we have to, we got to really stand on what we say we believe. We have to yeah. believe what we believe and, and, and not just do it out of fear, but do it out of, you know what, God, I love you. And I know, yeah. I know that, you're going to provide for me. I know it. I'm not sure how, and you got to figure it out because I'm not God. You are. And there's I, a difference. There's a difference in knowing that and being able to explain it. Yeah. Versus walking it out. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, there's that real tension in there. Yeah. That's, you know, and I, so anyway, so I think that's, that's really what I'm learning. That's where I'm at is I, I'm just trying to, because I think in that is a level up for, for my family and I and business. I think if I can push through that, if God can have enough grace uh, to help me push through that, there's, you know, I think that'll take us from a sustaining level to something bigger that he has. But, but, you know, I think right now we, we're not there yet, you know, and, um, but that's such a sweet spot to be in. And it's okay to say that. Yeah, man. Okay. To know, what God is calling you to. And it's okay to say, I, you know what? I ain't there yet. And so like, yeah. that, that's where the transformation takes place, right? That's where God can really not just work on what's going on on the outside of us. Mm-hmm. We can begin to work on our hearts and our minds and what we put into our hearts and our minds and the words that we speak, man. So God, like, let God do the work. He's doing the work on you, man. <laughs> that's right, man. But it takes an awareness back to the point about the self-awareness. It takes a self-awareness to, to be conscious in your mind that that's, the, that's what's going on. Yeah. Do you know? I mean, when your family members get sick or your job gets in question or your finances struggle, it takes an awareness. Okay, God's, God's got this. Like, he, you know, this is, a, this is the reality. Uh, these are some challenges we have, but I'm going to lean in here because I know, I know he's going to get it. I know he's going to take care of us. I'm going to do my part. You know, I love what Mark Batterson says. He says, you know, pray like it depends on God and work like it depends on you. You know, I know. Right, I know. Part of your responsibility in your in your work is to build relationships. 
not just any kind of, but like really organic and real yeah. see the relationships. How important is it for you to, not just you, but for us as, as people to have the right people around us that can help support what God is doing in us? Mm-hmm. It's not, because I know it's easy to just bring in people into our life because maybe you might be lonely or maybe you are searching for something and you're, you know, reaching for straws, but to really have those, those pillars in our life that can hold us up when we go in, when we're going through these growth processes, how important is that? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's mission critical, man. The, the, the idea of proximity to people. So how I would say that is I would find people that, that are doing things and living their life the way I want to do it. I just get as close to them as I could get, whether it's viewing content, if it's going to events, if it's working alongside, if it's doing projects together and, and, um, and then pray for those connections. And then it happens every time (laughs) it happens every time. You know, if I walk, if I went back a few years, uh, my wife and I, as I was leaving Ole Miss and we were getting married and all that kind of stuff, God told she and I both that we were going to meet people through the job he was giving me that was they were it was going to change our life he told us that so when i met doug wood and the health coaching and started changing our life and we're going to build a business around it i'm clear 100 percent, because he he's already told me that now when doug walked up to the book table in las vegas i still had to follow up so if i had not called doug followed up with him took time and had the conversation with him i'd have missed it I would have, do you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's where the work, you got to work like, you know, that's why the follow-up is so critical. Like when, when information comes your way, you just, you have to be open and curious and you have to be closed off to nothing because you just never know what phone number you get, what leads you get, what opportunity you, you can see or, or what opportunity you can't see that comes. You just, you know, uh, there were there was a handful of people that I met in Las Vegas who we we have done life changing, impactful, God ordained events with. And if if I had not executed the fundamentals of follow up, we would have all missed it. So I'm I'm hearing you say that follow up is part of stewardship. And so, mm-hmm. what is your framework for following up with people, whether it's just through business or just in life? Yeah. How do you, how, how do you, how do you filter that? Somebody told me a mindset and I can't remember where I got it from, but it, some people may recognize it. But when you go into your days, you should be looking to meet three to five people that want to do something big. Like, I think the thing you focus on in your mind is the thing you're going to get. So, so I do that. I try to do that every day. I try to go into every day, my call, I, I make 75 to 90 calls a day outbound. And I'm looking for three to five people that want to do something big. Now that's not just about money. It's it's about other things. Um, and so I think when you go at it with that mindset, it helps you pick up the phone, send the email, shoot the video text. It, it helps you close deals. It helps you be super intentional with that. And so um, the structure for follow up is when you get something, you've got to. The minute I get something, if if coach gives it to me or you know, so if you gave me a referral, I, I take action. I call just as quick as I can get to it. And, um, and then I'm relentless. 
I just, I just, I never, people ask me all the time from a tactical standpoint, when do you stop following up? Uh, never, <laughs> never. I mean, I called people today that I had talked to in a year and one, one guy uh, who you, he and I used to have so, so good conversations. He, he, he said, man, where have you been? He said, it's so good to talk to you. We had, we talked about 10 minutes, exchanged some energy, some ideas. We didn't really do a deal. It's nothing, you know, I mean, but we got reconnected. And he said, man, I appreciate you following up. See, there's power in it. Now, that guy has resources, and he has the ability to put people together to do stuff. Now, maybe I said one little thing, and he's got creative. He's sitting on his couch right now going, you know, I talked to E. White about this one thing today. I don't know if, I don't know if we can do this. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you just have to – you just have to you, – you, Coach Burt talks about internal considerations, Jesse. You have to remove internal considerations. They don't have the money to buy. They're not. They wouldn't be interested even if I called them. Uh, they didn't like it, or they wouldn't want it, or I wouldn't be good enough for them. Like you just got to remove all that. You you got to remove all those internal considerations when you're following up because that will stop you. It does me all the time. I think that's that's a life principle. Period. You know, yeah. just really self-selecting yourself out of opportunities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you feel like, because you have these limiting beliefs, you're already in the other person's head. And so you don't, I don't want to bother him or, I, you know, yeah. they want to talk to me or like whatever, like whatever it is, God can position us for opportunities, but we can destroy those opportunities because of what's up in this brain up here. Yeah, that's right. 100%. 100%. I totally agree. And uh, yeah, and I think there's so many people that, and it's, again, it's not about money necessarily, but having ability to just ask for a sale is is one of the hardest things people do it's you know it's just asking jesse Cole, look jesse would you be interested in taking action on this this one thing today you told me you had some interest could we put a deal together you know it's it took me a year to get to the point where i could just ask somebody i mean just ask somebody for the sale you know what would you say to a person who was in your shoe the same shoes you were in last year what would you say to encourage them to equip them to um like just get going, like really like live the kind of life that God has called you to live a bold life unapologetically without fear abundantly. Like what would you say to encourage that person? It's about action. It, it starts with one step. Like I can name cliche after cliche. I think you got to lean into who you really think you are. Like you gotta, you gotta follow that up with action. You know, I, I hear people all the time that say they want to make these calls. They want to make this money. They want to do these business deals. And I call them in the middle of the afternoon. They're in the bed. They're not committed. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so your actions tell us how committed you are. They can't lie. So you have to lean into who your identity is, and then you have to lean into to, to doing the hard work, to, to doing – Making the 75 to 90 phone calls if you're in a sales position. Following up. Um, having meaningful, impactful conversations with people. Overwhelming people with value. Value, value Jesse Cole for who he is. Without any consideration to, to what you agree with or don't. Know, just, just love the crap out of Jesse Cole right where he's at, man. You know, just get in there with Jesse. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, all that's hard. All that's very hard to do because you'll get your sales managers. Hey man, you haven't made any sales today. Hey, see your call totals a little bit down. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like you, 
the world will start creeping in on that mind and be like, hey, wait a minute, I got I got I got that rent I got to pay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I need numbers here. And it, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier about understanding that God is our source. Yeah, 100%. 100%. That's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. it, man. So when the world starts creeping in and the pressure starts coming on, you know what? Like, God put me in this position to, for a reason to serve, but he's my source. And so I can't make this next call my source. I can't make this client or this next event or this, in, in our cases, this next book, like God is my source. And these are just opportunities or platforms he's given me. Listen, yeah. he's responsible for the increase, not me. It's also our, it's our responsibility to train ourselves to be professional enough to handle those conversations. When I call you on a sales call, I need to be the best professional I can be. I need to have the structure. I need to ask for permission. You know what I'm saying? Like I need to train myself so that when I call you, you take me serious as a professional and I treat that responsibility in a first class professional way so that when the opportunity for business comes, you're, you've, you've given me the opportunity. That's good stewardship. I don't think that God is calling us to be super spiritual to the point to where it's like, you can be lax a days ago. He's still calling us to be good stewards of our, of our yeah. opportunities, of our positions like that. Yes. Presentation of kingdom. Like when, when, yes. when you look at, the people who excel in the Bible, they were always operating in excellence. Well, that's so good, man. Yeah. yeah. I love your, I love your vocabulary when you, you use stewardship a lot. That's like, that is, that is my, I've, I've been chewing on that for a long time. I used to look at my like giftings and talents and spiritual gifts as just something that just God, God gave me like this big old bag and said, okay, go ahead and do it. Yeah. Like, so when it's in my hands, Sometimes it, I can get willy-nilly right sometimes. The, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I think that he gave it to me that I own it. Mm -hmm. He didn't give it to me for me to own it. He gave it to me to use, to get his work through me. It's all the talents, the passion, the anointing, the creativity. My life is his platform to get his message out. I got to make sure that I steward it properly. If God is the source, that means they, they don't belong to us. So we got to make sure that we steward it properly. And I believe that yeah. the better, the more we realize that Holy Spirit can teach us what real stewardship looks like, the more that we commit and submit to it. Yeah, that's so good, man. And then that's where the opportunity comes back to you. Yeah. But when, when you make yourself available to do that, he's going to provide resources to increase, right? And, and that's, that's, I love that word, man. Every time I talk to you, I get that concept clearly. And it helps me refocus on that. So thanks for living that out, man. It's good. You know, man, it's just, it, it's just leaning in, man. It's leaning into your faith. It's really getting clear on your identity is, and it's making the conscious choices every day to base your, your choices on that and, and to not live in, in this state of fear, this state of anxiety, this state of confusion especially right now, I mean, you know, if you listen to the news media and I don't care which station, if you listen to the politicians, if you listen to the world systems, they're really no different than they were than when Jesus was living, man. I mean, we're just more advanced. Do you know what I'm saying? It's really not. It, it, so just get out, just, you gotta, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's this mental discipline that we have to live above the line. That's where I'm trying to focus and be conscious in my choices right now. You know, but Coach White, you share some some great some great uh, information with us today. I thank you very much for being so just transparent about your journey and just about where you are right now and 
what you're hearing God say to you about not just your business, but your family and where you are spiritually. We really appreciate it, man. Hey, thanks, man. Jesse, I appreciate it. All right, man. Have a good one. Y'all too. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. You can support the podcast by subscribing, downloading your favorite episode, and sharing the podcast via social media. Don't forget to visit KingdomMogulCoaching.com to find more resources to help you grow your faith as you grow your business. Remember, what you want to become depends on your willingness to become it.